It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to monday.com. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. A star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. Good feeling when you're out there and you hear uh, Dave laughing. Right. You know that was always a, a great compliment. So, time goes on. You do. You did two uh, one night stands for HBO. Right. Um, you get this show night after night. Yeah, that was. Uh, I I I did this special during night after night. Right. I did. I got after uh, night after night in '89. So '89 was. It wasn't the it wasn't Comedy Central. There was Ha comedy Channel and the Comedy Channel. It was a Comedy Channel. Right. They were auditioning again. Right. Every comedian in the world. And you didn't you didn't really want it. No. You went into this audition to host this late night show. No, just to be one of the hosts, like oh. uh, VJs. It was okay. Just put out, and I didn't give a crap, and I was apathetic. And right. I. I That's the, the best way to go into audition, an audition. I called this woman. I set it up early. I'm going to call this. I'm seeing. This woman on the side. Right. I called her up. I go, is my bath going to be ready tonight? Yeah, she likes to take care of me. You know, right. really snarky and right. smoking cigarettes, didn't right. give a crap. And uh, Fuchs, Michael Fuchs, the head of HBO, <laughs> right. saw it and go, hey, that's our late night guy right, right. there. So that was it. I didn't, I thought it would last three months. It went about over about three years, just over three years. And it was three hours long. At right? the beginning, it was. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And then they whittled it down to an hour and a half. Right. And then finally, we said, we just need a regular talk show. Right. So we did a one-hour talk show. Sue Fellows was the producer. Right. Scott Carter. Oh, Scott Carter's the best. The yeah. Yeah, he was a very close friend of mine. Unfortunately, we had a falling out. You did? Yeah, with Scott? Yeah. I can't imagine having a falling out with Scott. I know. Nobody can. Are you still having the falling no. out? No. I mean, I, I uh, kind of made it up to him. Right. Uh, in 95, I saw right. in Aspen and, uh, you know, went over, gave him a hug, right. hard feelings, but I, I really don't hang with him anymore. Right. But we were very, very tight. Oh, and, what a great guy. Uh, yeah. So I, it was definitely your fault. Uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm you, kidding. Yeah. All right. You know how that goes. Yeah. So, um, all right. So a great guy though. Yeah, he is. Well respected. So. You know, but uh, he's brilliante. I mean, he's his uh, vocabulary is like. Listen, I handpicked him. I said, "This is the guy I want to work." And then he ended up, you know, Bill Maring. Yeah, he smart. Bill Maher sent a memo over. I think Scott was the only one that replied and uh, jumped on it and saw the potential. Right. And it was a great move. I mean, Mars first uh, one night stand, his first HBO special I saw, and it was all political right it was brilliant right now it had a shelf life of three months right because it changes right so if you were told me back then that bill maher and john stewart are going to be political right. giants i 
that's going to, yeah, of right. course. Of course. I saw it coming. I night remember. After night, the last year, if I got sick, they go, we're going to replace you with John Stewart if you right. have to get sick. That was the healthiest year of my life. Oh, uh-huh. I bet. Yeah, because I knew. And he came and he asked for a writing job. I go, John, you don't want to write for me. Right. Uh-huh. I go, you're going to have your own show someday. Right. You don't want to be, a, I mean, listen. I'd love to give you a job, but I don't want to hire comedians because if you come up with a good line, you're going to keep it for Right, yourself. right, and yeah. not give it to me. You're going to – I go, I, say, I remember saying to John, you're going to be just fine, John. Right. And uh, I'm not – I'm delighted but not surprised at his, right. you know, success. Yeah. Um, okay. On your show, uh, Nick Bakai Nick was your sidekick. Yeah, the yeah. funniest man in show business, in my opinion, more than comedians. Yeah. Nick Bakai, you know – on the natch, off the cuff, right. writing, now running the show Mom. Right. Nick Pakai, you know, just hire the guy. I right. Mean, funny, nice. You talk about smart. Nick is deep, smart. Right. And uh, knowledgeable and great to work with, and he gets it. Right. So I, it, it was fantastic. He gave me his book, you know. He he auditioned as a writer, you know. Mm-hmm. He was, And so I was taking a flight out to L.A., and as the plane is taking off, and banking out of JFK, I read like three pages. I go, this is a guy, right? You know, you I had really good writers too. Right. John Averill, uh, John Derevlani, Dave Hansen, Dave the Weatherman, and, and uh, <laughs> Dave the Weatherman, Chris and Sam. Uh, it, it was just I had great writers. It was a fun show. The thing that was so great about the show uh, was that it was relaxed. It was you had. A desk, but you sat in front of it and did your monologue. Every comic wanted to be on that fucking show. See, I didn't know that. Yes. I had more comics on. I did not. I wasn't aware of that. Oh, yes. Every comic. And I still remember the logo. Yeah. Yeah, it was I, a great logo. I came up with the name, like, right away. Like, they gave me this right. name before I hired anybody. Just, uh, you know, because Arsenio was hot, then right. Carson was out, Letterman. Right. Pat Sage. He had all these talk shows on, so that's why I put the chair in front of the desk. Right. Uh, it was Mike Rose or maybe Pat Whitney, right? Who was a, uh, producer on the show, um, idea for Audience of One, right? Which is a great idea. Audience of One Every, is awesome. Uh, another one. Uh, this girl who was sixteen, uh-huh. she was an Audience of One. She gave me a little sculpture. She came by and saw me at the Fat Black Pussycat. No way. The comedy store just like ten days ago. No oh, way. How old? So cool. Now she's in her early forties. Wow. And then she's she was gorgeous. I go, right. you look great. And I go. Man, I could have married her at 16. It would, <laughs> it would have been a scandal, but I could have made it work. Oh, you know? that's hilarious. Yeah. Um, and you had Dave the Weatherman. Dave the Weatherman, Dave Hansen. Right. And he went on to write for Weatherman, right. Leno, and, and still writing today. Everybody went on to, to good success. Now, excuse me. the the show... Which it's, didn't surprise me. Right. I told people, I go, I'll be asking you for jobs someday. Right. You know, you're going to be fine. Right. Now, the show itself... Lasted three years, but ended because of politics. Yeah, correct? politics. The ratings were going up. I don't know what happened. There was a transition period. Uh, there was someone attached to the show that shouldn't have been. They didn't know what they were doing. I don't want to mention names. Uh, Jewish? Uh, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, and I was kind of a little burnt out. But it, it just it was time to go. Right. And I, you know, in retrospect, I was kind of depressed after that. I missed doing the show. Right. But then I, you know, 
once my acting took off, which is why I came to New York. Right. You wanted to be on Broadway. But yeah, I wanted to be on Broadway. It's the only thing I haven't done. Right. I've done everything. Same with me. Movies, TV, right. commercials, piety contests for corporations. Right. I've done jugglers. Off Broadway, off Broadway. You and I did Shakespeare in the Park. Like, that's Broadway actors what? wanted to do. Yeah, that. yeah, I did Shakespeare like, in the Park. You, you skipped do? Broadway. There was an all female taming of the shrew. I played uh, Gremio. Fantastic. Yeah. When'd you do that? 2016. Fantastic. Is that, is that Broadway? That. Yeah. Okay, look, Shakespeare in the Park and doing something at Lincoln Center, I think, are kind of like skipping Broadway. All right, but I still just want to yeah, be in No, it. I know what you mean, but that, you know, that's nothing to sneeze at, yeah. darling. That's yeah, great. that was See, I amazing. love theater. That's what I do. I college, love theater, too. You know, and uh, but there's not a lot of Me money. Me, too. In yeah, I know. I have, t- I have lost so much money doing theater, uh, but learned beyond anything I, you know, that's the problem. It's like, and my agent's like, dude, you really have to do this. I'm like, yeah, but I have all this work and you don't understand. And, you know, yeah. I followed my gut I and now it. I have no fucking money. Okay. But See now, what happened, kids? Don't follow your gut. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you, during your, there was one thing during your show um, that sort of legitimized you. Warren Zevon was, uh, Booked on your show. Right. And... And he's coming the next day. Yeah. And you get a call that he's canceling. He's sick. He's sick. Yeah. He ends up doing Letterman. No, no. He he, he he did Letterman the night before. Right. Letterman came up to him after I heard the skinny. Oh, all right. And said, I'm glad you only do our show. Right. Because he had heard that he was doing our show. Right. And so they canceled. Everybody's bummed out. Right. It was like, no, 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 guys. Letterman's threatened. This is right. This that's is, that's legitimizing. Yeah, it's funny. About four months later, I'm out in uh, L.A. Go to right. Hugo's first time there, and I see a guy. He was Arsenio's band guy. He used to play at the Improv. Right. The dude's name. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. 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 Oh, I love him. Uh. Yeah. Fuck. I'm. I have his. Oh. I know. I know. Anyway, this is awful. He's sitting yeah. at Hugo's having and breakfast. And he's Jewish as well. Go ahead. Um. And he's sitting with Warren Zevon. Right. And and he goes, Alan. I come over and he goes, we're talking. He goes, Alan, this is Warren Zevon. Warren, hi, how do you do? Nice to meet you. And I almost said to him, uh, I'm glad you're feeling better. Oh, that would have been hilarious. But he had cancer at the time. He had just Ooh. found out. He had, oh, you know, that was good following your gut. Yeah, I, I decided <laughs> not to say it. How bad would I have felt? Oh, my God. If, if I was snarky to right. him, I'm glad you're healthy now. Right. And he, yeah, like he died within a year right. after that. Michael, my, his name's Michael. Yeah, Michael. Nice guy. Yeah, the greatest guy. And so fucking talented. I'm looking it up. Hold on, please. Michael. And Zevon looked kind of sheepish. Right. You know, so it was, it was, and I loved Warren Zevon. And it was a real right. disappointment that he wasn't on the show. That first album of his, Lawyers, Guns, and Money, oh. is a perfect album. Okay, great. I have nothing So kids, there. Google them. Get right. the album. Don't don't download it. Go to your old you know CD store and it's there. Um, you were also on I the. Feel sh- like I'm being interrogated by a cop. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take a break. Uh, no. You were you know you know on the on the uh, t- uh, cop shows they always like leave the room for a minute to take a break. Good so cop, bad yeah, cop. Yeah, yeah. Make them sweat. Yeah, so... Uh, I'm, with, I'm with a lesbian and a tranny. Yeah. yeah. Do you like this? Lucky day. I, Could give a fucking shit. Community okay. college. That's yeah. where I got comfortable with everybody. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Nothing intimidates me. So, well, I won't say that, but you are on the short list to replace Letterman. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had a big audition out in uh, L.A. Now, for this audition, did you give a shit? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Lord Michaels was the producer. He had right. already seen me on the new show. New show didn't go well. I, I don't think, you know, I, I, I just think he wasn't thinking about me. And then Conan, of course. Who yeah. had never, yeah, I remember. I, I, don't, I think he had done improv once and loved it. Right. And he said, I should have the show and walked out of the room. It's just amazing. And then there was silence, and Lawrence said, well, what about Conan? And that's that's how he Do got you think it was just the confidence that he had? Yeah, and I think uh, Lawrence is a risk taker. He followed right. his gut. Let's go with Conan. Right, gut. You know? uh, and, uh, very tough at the beginning for Conan. Yeah, I remember, because I remember thinking, this guy's never done stand-up, and he's going to do a monologue? Yeah. And it was... It was it was rougher. Yeah. It really was. He's grown into it. He's gotten yeah. better. And he has Mike Sweeney, who and, I love. Uh, yeah. Uh, the greatest guy he's ever. A, he is yeah. a fantastic writer. So yeah. He's great. And the show worked out. Yeah. And, and he's a, funny. And a girl I was dating at the time was working on the show. Really? Yeah. So it was kind of weird. Wow. Uh, but uh, I saw Conan uh, right after the auditions, maybe a month later. Yeah. the four seasons. Conan was getting on El Lero. And Conan, didn't know him, came out. And I said, I said, congratulations. And I go, and good luck. I go, I mean that. You know, because yeah. I know how tough it is right. to do a talk show. I didn't say that. Right. But uh, if anybody gets a gig, I, obviously I was disappointed. I wasn't next in line. Right. I wasn't second or third. Right. I was in the mix, you know. Right. But, and I, I think I know who they really liked uh, was Scott LaRose. Oh, yeah. That night, who was kind of the right. MC, and they, right. they thought he was right. good. Um, but anybody that gets a part, I'm always, you know, good for them. I feel I, like that too. I want people to succeed. Right. Even and if there's they room beat me for out. everyone. There is room no, for there everyone. Isn't. There's not room for there everyone. There isn't? No, there's not room for everyone. Fuck. I know. I thought there was room for everyone. No, sorry. <laughs> it's amazing how you just, if I say something, you listen to me because I'm older and yeah. I'm a Gentile. Not that much What's older. This? What, what? This is our, our Facebook Live bullshit. Okay. Okay. So people, um, are, people are flipping out over you, by the way. Oh, yeah. very nice. Be Jason Willett. That's fucking heavy. Neato. Oh. Neato. See, that's your audience. Neato. <laughs> I, I, hey, I love it. Um, another thing about this ageism thing. Young people like anything that's funny. They don't care. I know. That's yeah, what I'm talking care. about. Music, Netflix told funny. me I do not fit their algorithm. So <laughs> that is, you should put that on the front of your website. I, I just, it's like, I feel like I get funnier and funnier the older I get. You know, yeah. because I have more life experience. I I am fearless. I don't care. Like I used to care. Oh, if I say that, I won't get this. And now it's just like I love being on stage, and I just want to be a great stand-up. But it's not you they're worried about. It's their, their audience. Right. The audience loves funny. Right. Doesn't matter. Right. It's a, like Joan Rivers was never more relevant at right. eighty-two. You know. Yep. So I can't. I can't deal with that. Okay. So, and, and talk about the algorithm. Ten years ago, if you had gone to taking Downton Abbey, how many yeah. networks would have turned it down? Right. Oh, yeah. Nobody's interested in this. this right. This is uh, happened 100 years ago. No, Nobody's interested right. in, you know, a bunch of uh, lords and ladies, right. you know. C- fucking addicted to that show. I mean, oh, yeah. hey, listen, uh, the guy that played Carson was in Thailand on a biking right. tour with his wife. And people came out of a village, like a small No way. Village, go, 
Mr. Carson. Yeah. I love him. Carson, Carson, they're running them down. And they probably have like one TV in right, the right, right. a battery cable on it, you know. <laughs> That's Mr. Carlson. A good story will grab right. you. You know, I mean, listen, a, a Mad Men was shopped around. That's what well, I was I, You know, you let's know. let's just talk. I'm going to just mention a couple. I, I have about, you know, 15, 13 minutes. 13? Yeah. You said two. I oh, guess. fuck. Yeah, exactly 13. God damn it, I Alan. I a heart out. But, you know, I just. Yeah, I'm getting a heart out. Hey everyone, it's unofficially summer, and you know what that means. Liquid IV. Liquid IV will come in very handy. Get it? Liquid IV will come in very handy. Ah. Lots of adventures, lots of juggling, a lot of shit, being outside, being hot. And what do you need? You need to be hydrated, and there's no better way to stay hydrated than with Liquid IV. And it is the best. I drink it every day. I today had the watermelon flavored liquid IV because, and I did not take the sugar-free one. Sorry. I just, you know, I like my sugar. And it was delicious. And I've been going to physical therapy in the morning for my knee. And I've been having the lemon ginger, which has some green tea in it and just gives me the kick I need in the morning so that I can kick with my new knee. Oh my God, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. So listen, I travel with Liquid IV because I can't live without it. I'm not kidding. It's a little packet. I put it in very cold water. I put a lot of ice in there. I like it very, very cold. It's delicious. Everyone in my family loves it. Ben's basketball team loves it. It's the greatest stuff. And it's a part of all of our lives. So What is the most important thing you need during a hot day or a warm night? Liquid IV. That's right, people. So put it in your bag of necessities. Bring it with you everywhere you go. It's tiny. It's convenient. It's the best. And it works. Elisa drinks the sugar-free. You know, I I, uh, I don't know. I probably should, but I love my flavors, and I'm not switching. Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America and has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And it has eight vitamins and nutrients. So I'm not bullshitting you people. What are you going to do? You know what you're going to do? You're going to turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JUDYGOLD, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code JUDYGOLD, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at liquidiv.com. You're welcome. Um, I'm just going to mention a couple of things. Seinfeld. These are just a few shows that Alan has appeared on. Oh, loved it. Seinfeld, Curb, Free Ride, Men of a Certain Age, Louie, Good Luck Charlie, The Office, Hail Caesar, and one of my favorite characters of all time, Lou Avery on Mad Men. I saw you on Mad Men. And I was like, you are a fucking brilliant actor. Yeah. Because you were... A dick. Such a great humorless, humor, like 
fucking asshole. I hated you. I, I fucking hated you. You're a great actor too, and that's what I found about comics who who don't pursue comedy because they want to be a comic, but who are kind of just born like that, you know, and do it whether they want to or not. Kind of, they're compelled. So, but I've always taken acting class, and yeah, you know, right. you have to. Yeah, keep, I studied yeah, acting. I yeah, wanted, I, I, you know, I wanted to be an actor. Yeah, so. but, but those the, the the really great comics do such good drama. And such good, serious, like... But some of them can't act. Informant with Soderbergh? No. Oh, yes, I did, yes, I did, yeah. I did, I did. Uh, yeah, I was lucky to get into yeah. that movie. You, you look at Rick Overton, uh, Patton Oswalt, Tom Papa. Yeah, that was a great, yeah. Smothers Brothers, both of them were. Right. Uh, all the actors, Jimmy Brogan, mm-hmm. all the actors... Were uh, comics. Yeah, and they did really good yeah. jobs. Every, there was no... Weak links in there, right? If anyone, it was me. Now, I, you know, you know I don't I'm like telling myself, you, you're such a good fucking well, actor. Thank you. But I'm just saying, actors. I mean, comedians can do drama, right? Yeah, oh, like really well. Some don't. So, some some don't, don't know how to listen, but they're you know yeah. whatever. But that's not who I'm talking about. Um. So you, I well, th- go, going back to Mad Men. Yeah. You walk. First of all, I was a huge fan of the show because mm-hmm. I told John Slattery when I got first cast right. on the show. You might as well, I, I love him. Five years old, tell me I'm going to be on the honeymooners. Right. That's how much I love. I love that show. Mad Men. So, when I go in and I get you know the bigger role, I my my role is upsize. I'm going to right. take over for Don Draper. I know. Which was still unbelievable. Right. Did how, how did the that acting? Yeah. Uh, first of all, the direction was clear. Right. The writing was brilliant. Right. The actors were rock solid. They've been right. doing those characters for five years. Right. I walk in. And, you know, intimidated as hell, scared to death, and got in, and I just, none, nobody said, hey, good luck. Or They just figured, if you're here, you can do this. Right, right, right. It was effortless in so many ways because every everything was set. The crew right. was great. So it was, and I told Matt Weiner after about three episodes, he yeah. said, hey, he goes, how's it going? I go, honestly, I go, the reality is better than the fantasy. Right. The reality, and that rarely happens. So did you audition for that? Yeah. And I had to. I auditioned to do those little spots in season six. Right. When I just pop in. Right. And then I had to re-audition. He wanted to make sure I could right. act. If not, it would have gone to John Lithgow or something. Right. 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 He wanted to make sure I could do full scenes, and so I. Who else? Do you know who else was up for it? No. No. So I, I don't think they had anybody yet. Right. But I went into audition, and then you know I got it. And but the first day. Yeah. They shot all my scenes on the first day back in sequence. Wow. So, and I knew if I had been okay. Right. They would have, you know, they would have had no qualms in saying, you know what, he's he's good, but right. he, he's too nervous. Or right, right, right. Blah, blah, blah. They, so who, I'm sure they would have replaced me. So, who solid, did you free? Solid. All right. What was it like being on that set? Like that set was, was flawless. Flawless. I walked. First of all, I sat in every chair. Right. Like during right. Know, filming. If I, right. I, I'm going to be in uh, Peggy's office. Right. Like, I'm going to be in Don. Right. 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 Uh, you know, old office. Right. I'll be in Robert Morris' office. Right. You know, come get me. You know. Right. And the PAs were great. They go, we'll find you. Uh-huh. <laughs> it. I'd walk around and I'd see a stack of papers on the right. secretary's desk. Right. And I'd reach down in the middle, pull it out, typewritten, perfect memo. No uh, way. Not, not just like blank piece of paper. Right. 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 Everything. It was, I looked at the books on right. the shelves. It was incredible. Wow. I was so goddamn happy. Oh, I bet. Every, you know, it, you know. That's a gift. We, you know, 
we always have those little things we want. I wanted nothing. Right. I was, this is it. I would have been in fucking like a, a pig and shit. Yes. Yeah. That's, it, 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 what you ever think, how right. happy you would be, you right. were. I was. It was, and here's the thing. I couldn't tell anybody. Right. I had to lie to everyone right. but my wife. Aww. <laughs> I had to come up with a cover lot. Right. So what would like you say? The CIA. Yeah. I would say I'm doing an independent movie. This guy shoots downtown. Yeah. He's from France. Right. He right. Right. Me at different times. Right. I play a detective. Right. 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 And I can't. He doesn't want me to talk about it. So right. I had to create. And one of my best friends, who's always been supportive, great guy. Uh, we had a falling out. He was Aww. angry because I didn't tell him. Oh, my. You couldn't tell him. And the season before, I mentioned it to him, and he told his son. I said, that's it. My wife Right. He goes, cause he, not because he has a big mouth. He, he was so happy. Right, right, right. I said, I knew I couldn't tell him. I had right. to lie to him for months, and he didn't like it. Didn't you? Did you feel nostalgic, like, walking through those offices? Yeah. Like, yeah, like the it, stapler and the oh, pencil yeah, sharpener. Right yeah. Was, well, watching the show, I felt. Yeah, I always felt like, oh, my God, can I just go back to that period of time and not have a fucking cell phone? Well, I wasn't in New York. I right. was a kid growing up, but I was, like, Sally's age. Right, right, know? right. Uh, it was great. It was it was fantastic. And it kept getting better and better. The scenes were better. The actors... I got to work with a bunch of actors. Right. Didn't get to do a scene with Betty, you know. That right, right, long. right. But I got to work with Joan. Right. And uh, oh. Liz, Liz Moss was. She's amazing. Yeah, and a joy to work with. Right. And uh, she's one of the first ones to kind of, after we worked together, you know, she said, hey, you're doing great. And, you know, oh, so, she gave you a little. Yeah. She gave you're me a okay. Little, yeah. And at one point, like, we hadn't even talked. She just looked over and she gave me a little wink. Oh, God, I would have come in my pants. I, I had such a crush in her. Oh, and, please. Hello. Like, here's the thing. I brought my wife to the Christmas party. Right. We were allowed to bring my Right. This is still. And uh, she met uh, Ham. He was still right. shooting. So she met Don Draper. And freaked. I, I disappeared. Did you get a blowjob uh, that night? Did I? <laughs> no, Draper did. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, my uh, she was uh, in heaven. You know, when everyone did you... was nice to her. Every, you know, when uh, people stop me, go, "Hey, I love you, man, man." You know, if I have time, I go. Just so you know, if you love the show, everyone's great. Um, everyone was a good person. That's really cool. Of yeah. You. What? Well, it. Uh, it's you know, true. Um, how did you meet your wife? She was uh, uh, checking coats at the Green Street back in '84. God, I love that. Uh, fall of 84. And uh, we went out and uh, I fell in love. And, and and then we stayed together and we broke up for a while. Right. And I went out with someone else and it was mm -hmm. a big mistake. Right. And I got back with her and I had some wonderful, wonderful affairs. Right. But I go, no, this is. This is who you want. Yeah, this is it. This and is what it. does she do? She's a fine artist. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but, and she was doing well, but right. she wanted to make her own money. Right. This is before we got married. She didn't right. know if I was going to be around. I told her I got. Wow, I, that's so unusual for a comic. Oh, she's very independent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For a comic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so she went to. She goes. I'm gonna go in 07 when everyone was jumping out the window. Uh, she went to UCLA mm -hmm. and got a job there and moved around. Now she's with the Institute of Environment Sustainability. Oh, that's and awesome. she does some really good work there. She must love Scott Pruitt. <laughs> All right. Since we're on a fucking budget of time here. Not, um, not budget. Come on, I've been here. Been here an hour so far. All right, but yeah. you're you're a fascinating person, Mr. Havy. I know, but you always leave him one and more. I know. One and more. Uh, by the way, Edinburgh. Yeah. Do we have anybody? Yeah. I have over the, there in the UK. Now. Oh, we got people yeah. all over the world. It's funny because yeah, I do. Have I'm going to be in London at the Comedy Store. 
I'm going to be in Manchester at the Comedy Store. I'm going to be in uh, Belfast. August, here, let me put you, How is it? Perf- August 2nd to, uh, right. and August 26th, he's going to be at the Edinburgh French, uh, French Festival. Um, July 26th and July 28th, the Comedy Store in London. And July 19th, July 21st, I don't know if you're going to be listening to this then or no, I can't do math at the moment. Uh, comedy Store in Manchester. Check them out. AlanHavey.com and at AlanHavey. Okay, so with two L's, the wrong way. Um, Alan. Alan, H-A-V-E-Y. Yeah. So how is it performing in other countries? Right. I've been to Amsterdam, in Australia a couple times. And remember I saw Chris Rock at the Comedy Cellar. Right. Which is another great reason to go there. You see all the greats. Right. And... It was like 10, 12 years ago. You just got back from Australia. You don't have to change anything. The internet. They get everything. I got to do that. They know what's going on. Except they all hate Jews. That's the only problem. No, they don't. Leo wants to know if you're going to be. you're not a Jew. You don't understand. Go ahead. What? Leo wants to know if you're going to be in Miami Beach again. No. I I haven't uh, been to Miami for a while. I I don't see myself. Here's the thing. I, I keep my bookings. Vegas, Tahoe. Uh, Fantasy Springs. I can't with the Tahoe. I hate the hotel. I I get an acting job. I can go back. This is a big Sorry, Leah. Sorry, Leah. Oh, Leah Sutton. Yeah. Yeah. I love Leah. Hi, Leah. Hi, Leah. Oh, wow. They knew it was you. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we love Leah Sutton. That's where Leah Sutton ran Green Street where Alan met his wife. Yes. It wasn't for Leah. Yeah. Leah's, Leah's a... Yeah, she's done a, a lot for a happy man today. People. I'd be single swinging, baby. Yeah, bitches. <laughs> Come on. Uh, do you have a booking agent or you no, do it yourself? I have booked myself for the last 20 years. What? Yeah. Good for you, well, Alan Havey, 10%. I tried to get you guys interested. In, they didn't. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. I wish I had the gumption. Well, um, thank God for Bud because he yeah. booked me in Vegas and Tahoe and New Orleans when he yeah. had a club there. So that really yeah, kept... Bud Bud was good for and me too. I've never too. been you know a, a big road guy. I don't like yeah. going on the road a lot. I, I like being at home. I like right. I like auditioning. Yeah, you know I, I work that. Finally, it came through. I got a great manager, Naomi Odenkirk and Brooke Pobjoy. Right, Odenkirk Provisorio Entertainment. Is that re- any relation to Bob Odenkirk? Yeah, that's Bob's uh, wife. wife. Mm. Yeah. I love Bob Odenkirk. It's me too. He's a great. Better guy. call Saul. Yeah, oh. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. Saul. So um, we ask our our guests two questions. Okay. Okay. I don't think so. No, absolutely not. First question, because we're very pro mental health. I've right. I've had I've major anxiety. I've suffered from a bad clinical yeah. depression. Uh-huh. So we pro, we're very pro medication. So we we always ask our guests if they've ever been on any antidepressant or anything. No. Knew it. I knew it. No. Okay, and I I have uh, problems with depression. Yeah, and and uh, but not debilitating. Therapy. Yeah, therapy. Yeah. After my dad passed away, I was in New York. I right. was in therapy for about three years. Right. And uh, meditation is so good. Me- well, meditation because it really teaches helps. you how to Meditate. what thoughts are real, what thoughts are you know f- what's fear, what you're doing. Yeah, it's just great. I did cognitive behavioral too, and that was helpful as well. I, I well, <laughs> I, I consider myself pretty lucky. Yeah, I think uh, exercise, meditation, absolutely exercise, very diet, important. And, endorphins, uh, just attitude. Yeah, just taking. Yeah, my pocket here's, about here's it. Here's what really helped me uh, about uh, ten years ago. Uh, the car we had bought, uh, the radio went on the fritz. Mm-hmm. So I took it in. They go, it's going to cost six hundred dollars because mm-hmm. it was a Bose. Right. Six hundred. No, I just the radio. Yeah, six hundred bucks. I go, forget it. 
So I didn't have a radio or any music in the car for like five, six years. So when I would drive in L.A., my thoughts were my own. Wow. And I think that really helped me just be calm and and deal with uh, Because you're not, you know, avoiding, avoiding. So when they all come at once, you know. And, you know, I'd talk to myself. I'd sing. You know, sometimes I'd just be quiet. Right. I think it really helped. I would do some long runs uh, when I was a runner with nothing. And it was really helpful. And when I swim, you know. Yeah. You can't have, you know, you're with your thoughts. Well, um, I, I ran marathons when same. I first came to New York. Yeah. I started Did you do the ni- the New York City Marathon? Three times. 80, Once. 80, 182. Boom. What Boom. Was your, what was your time? 451. That's not bad. Really? Yeah. What about you? 326. Fuck you. <laughs> you're such an asshole. I was 26 All right. years old. I was skinny. Right. I really took it seriously. That uh, gave me confidence. Right. Because I was a young bartender. I, right. I had no confidence. Right. You know. And I needed to build my confidence. It's a ama- it's an amazing feeling when you finish that marathon. Yes, it's a and you see every part of New York. It's like every all right. Oh. I know you have to go. All right. No, no. I just want to show. I got a picture of me finishing. I just really. Yeah, Gary Goldman, who's been running, asked me. I love Gary Goldman. Send a photo. Oh, me. he's going to do the podcast. Hi, Gary. Oh, all right. Great guy. He is a great guy, and he's he's in our tall area. You yeah, know how tall is he? Like six six. Okay. Yeah. He, he's uh, he's amazing. He's gotten he bigger. He's seven eight now. Oh, he is. Yeah, seven That's eight, eight inches. He's fantastic. I went to the doctor today, and I'm like you... about six one and a half now. You doing all right? No, I've shrunk. What, like a half inch? Half yeah, about an inch. I yeah. Find the picture anyway. All right. Um, our final question that we ask. Okay. Right now, so I, I feel very blessed and lucky that I'm not on medication. Right. Because I got some dark thoughts. I feel like I take so many pills and I want to stop, but I know that I need them. You know what I mean? Okay. But I don't, I wish, I sometimes, like I meet people and they're like, I don't take a fucking pill and I feel great. And I'm like. <laughs> well, that's good for them. Yeah. You know. What pisses you off more than anything, like makes you fucking crazy, like you want to Fuck like oh. and anything like it could be people walking with their you know looking at their fucking self but they you know what well that you know if that really pissed me off I would I'd have to get over that right so, same thing with road rage right I realize uh, first three or four months ago I can't be getting angry every day right I I've got to do this so uh, I do Bing Crosby's voice right do you it know, that comes down well there's a guy just cut me off <laughs> that son of a bitch he's douchebag of the day. <laughs> Well, if I'm, I'm going to Port Authority because right. I'm taking a bus to Borgata. Right. You know, I go, wow, look at this place. Everybody's going everywhere. <laughs> so I kind of make everything kind of Right, fun. right, right, right. I uh, love that. Uh, self-righteous anger. Yeah. Uh, people that have to tell you their opinion. Right. Or that pontificate on yeah. something. I've caught myself doing it. Right. It, that makes me angry. There's a really rude, mean behavior. Right. Just for the sake of being mean. Also, in our business, people that run the light. Oh, I yeah, still, that's bad. I can't, yeah, I know. And, and I used to be a big t- light runner. <clears throat> I used to. And I realized what a fucking asshole I was. Well, th- thank you and spread the word. Yeah. You know? Uh, I mean, so I do not do that anymore. I learned the rules of show business very yeah. early, watching cars when I was a kid. And you don't run the light. Right. You don't. Now, let's explain to the people. We get a light when we have two minutes left in our set. 
And some people will go on and you know what else pisses me off? Oh, one guy said, "Oh, is that is that is that two minutes that light?" Y- you know oh, what the stop! fuck? Stop! You, you know son the of a fucking bitch. asshole. You know exactly what that fucking light means. You <laughs> know what I can't stand? See? People who come in to bump you, right? Right. Uh, and don't don't acknowledge it. Like, mm. listen, uh, you know. Yeah. I, I I'm really sorry. Uh-huh. I have a thing to do, and you know, thank you. Yeah. Hey, thanks, man. Or yeah. they, they go up and they do a short because they know they're other comedians. Right. You guys go up there, just do Do it an hour. Because I'm a star now. Right. I mm. got a Netflix show or I got, I'm, right. I'm somebody. And fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah. And I. And listen, happy for your show. Happy that you can come in and bump me. Right. Good for you, but don't do 25 minutes. But it's also, uh, whenever I have had uh, needed something like to get on, I call first. Is tonight a good night? Not What's a good time? Is going to do what you want them to. That's what? what yeah. I, I, wait, wait. I, I, I can. Wait, what? Don't listen to him. Yeah. Don't listen to him. It's okay. Like people say, well, I don't do that. Of course not, because not everybody's you. Right. You know. Alan, you're very wise. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I had to pull my head out of my ass a couple right. of times, very slowly. Right. Because you pull it out too fast, you get dizzy, and you stick it right back up right, there. Right, mm. again. right. Thank you. Um, you're very talented. Thank you. I wish you yeah. more success. I wish you a part on a Broadway fucking stage for a long, like a fucking great successful show. Uh, I'll live in a studio apartment. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah. To get yeah. seven, eight shows a week to go to a fucking theater. I'll, yeah. I'll well, that's I'm going to Edinburgh. It's an yeah. hour a night. I'm working my butt off. I'm challenging myself. I'm I'm uh, a little scared. You know, it's it's it's. Have you ever gone? No, I've never done it. No. How'd you get in there? Like, what do you do? Uh, you just John Keyes, the manager right. uh, who I worked with in London, was there, and they uh, the comedy store booked me back. I was there in September. Booked me back in late July. He goes, hey. Uh, want to do the Edinburgh Fest. So he set it up. He's underwriting That's it. That's awesome. He's got, you know, he has faith in me, and, and I appreciate that. So I'm doing everything I can good to get luck. people out. You come see me, Edinburgh. You're going to have a good time. I want to go so bad. Hmm. And I'm going to I'm gonna meet a bunch of new comedians. Right. I love comedians. I'm going right. to do little shows. And, right. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. Right. How long are you there for? A month, you know. Fucking awesome. Uh, Is your wife coming? Cork? No. Wife's not coming. She's got to work. Not the and, best. Yeah, no, but it, and my wife, I want her to be happy. She's right. got to be happy in a festival atmosphere. Right, and then you have to worry about her happiness yes, while you're doing. She knows that. My yeah. wife is very empathetic. She right. gets what I do. Right. Great marriage. Very my wife important. Is yeah. independent, talented. Right. Loves me, uh, but she doesn't need me. Right. To survive. Right. You know, Neither I do need I. her. Yeah. <laughs> I I've enjoyed every moment of this. I, I this had has a been great time. an honor yeah. for me. I, I mean, you're just well, a fuck. You. You're the oh, greatest, you. Alan. I wish Very you sweet. only success. I think. And you, you too, Julie. Thank hey, this you. This is fantastic. I'm happy for you, and you have children. Mm. You know, when I first <laughs> met you, I go, "Well, she's a lesbian. She's not gonna have kids." Yeah, oh yeah. She can't get married. Yeah. And boom, boom. That's now a I great got two thing. kids. You yeah. know, my sister's very Catholic. Goes, Alan, this gay marriage. Well, you know, honey, I go, Anne. I've been working around gay people for forty right. years. You know, it's they, not about they're not, they're not different than we are. Right? No, they're just going to hell. And, and they fall in love, and they want to protect their children and their right. spouses. It's just yeah, from the state taking their money. They right. Want, want to be able to take that next step. Right. Why should we deny them? Right. You know, and it's she love. Said, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. No, no. You know, she's. You know, 
It's just, it's really about proper, I mean, as I've said, when gay marriage passed, people did not go to synagogues and churches to get married. They went to City Hall right. to get their rights that they are entitled to. Human rights, baby. Oh, my God. My kids don't stop calling. All right. Listen, Alan. Judy, thank you. Thank you for Tennessee, being thank here. You, thank you, you so are the much. best. Good luck with the cock. You're going to love it, Yeah. Dude. Oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no. It's nothing like he, a cock. He needs yeah. a fucking cock. Yeah. Because right? he's so annoying. Maybe I'll get a new one. Maybe I'll get yeah. an update. Yeah. Can you do that? We could do, um, we could go in together. No, no, that's cool. No, you don't want to pick each other's dicks? I don't want to group on. No, Oh, dude. all right. No. Okay. All right. You're no. still going to picture mine, though. Yeah. No, I have not. an email. I, please, it's do gonna not. happen. Ugh. Love pictures. you guys. It's it's so rude. Yeah, we didn't, do, we didn't do that in the old days. Balls are not good. We drew pictures of our dick. Yeah, you've been a beautiful crowd. Thank you, you Judy. You, thank you, Alan Havy. Check all out three of you for being yes. here today. Um, check out Alan at Alan Havy. Dot com at Alan Havy on all the social media. And I'm gonna get my Twitter thing going. I'm gonna get that back up and running. Nice. Yeah, yeah you got to do Twitter. You're so fucking smart. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not that smart. Oh, all right. I'm just He's lazy. not that smart. <laughs> he sounds like a comic. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank all right. You. Thank you. And as we always say, so long. And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.